Welcome to Holding Down the Fort, an award-winning podcast show dedicated to curating knowledge, resources, and relevant stories for today's military spouses so they can continue to make confident and informed decisions for themselves and their families. Because let's face it, we know who's really holding down the fort. I'm Jen Amos, a Gold Star daughter, veteran spouse, and your host for Holding Down the Fort by U.S. Vet Wealth. Let's get started. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the award-winning podcast show, Holding Down the Fort. I am your host, Jen Amos, a veteran spouse and gold star daughter. I'm flying solo today. Jenny Lynn, unfortunately, couldn't make it, but that's okay because I'd like to believe that I can still strike up compelling conversations. And with that said, I am really excited because I have been talking with this individual for some time now, really talking about an app that he had created and more so just his story. So let me go ahead and bring him on. We have Matthew Shanks, who is is a military spouse, former pro triathlete, and now entrepreneur. He is the founder of Covey. So Matthew, welcome to the show. Hello. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So I thought I'd just start with an icebreaker question. It's a new year. How has 2021 been treating you so far, Matthew? 2021 has been a complete whirlwind because we just <laughs> launched the app on January 20th. So it was really just nonstop working to get it going and trying to bring on new users. And in addition to all of that, my wife was at Captain's Career Course. So rather than stay at home at Fort Irwin alone without daycare with a now 18-month-old, I went to the East Coast to stay with my parents to get help with childcare during that time. So it's been a crazy year so far. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, it sounds like a lot is going on for you and kudos to your parents for, you know, wanting to watch your child. I know for me, I don't have kids yet, but I know one of the first things I'm going to do when I do have kids is probably fly my mom out here or something because I made a funny deal with her because like I'm one of three kids, but I think my mom believes that I'm the only one that's going to have kids. And I told her, I said, mom, if I have a kid, you're going to raise it for the first couple of years. Are you okay with that? And cause she's like, so dying to be a grandma. So she was like, yes, like I will do that. Like I will retire <laughs> and that, watch that's your child time. <laughs> I was it, like, okay. <laughs> it is so hard to get much done without any help and daycare with COVID has been nearly impossible to get. So the only way I've been surviving the past few months is from help from my mom. <laughs> yeah. Well, shout out to mom, because I'm sure if it wasn't for her, we wouldn't be able to talk today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's got him right now. She flew out to California when we came back here to help for a month. Awesome. Awesome. I love it. Awesome. So you already hinted early on in our conversation, Matthew, that at the start of the year, in addition to all the interesting things that has happened, you created an app or you launched your app. And so the app is Covey. And so one of our initial conversations, Matthew, was through Covey in Ascend, and we'll get into more so the, the details of it. But before we really get into the app itself, tell us what led you to starting an app such as Covey. Yeah, it came from kind of the perfect storm of a lot of different things. So we live in Fort Irwin. We've been here for almost three years now. And COVID obviously had a big impact on that. So when daycare closed, I was trying to do a lot of things around Levi's schedule. He was six months old at the time of March last year, and kids that age don't really have schedules. So, <laughs> so, and my wife's a nurse, so she works crazy hours all the time. 
And then in addition to being a stay-at-home dad, I was coaching triathletes full-time. So that's a remote job where I communicate mostly through texting, emails, and an online platform where I write the schedules and take notes and stuff like that. And so with the business, I have a lot of clients that need to talk to me. And I didn't want to just be on my computer or texting them while I had my son home because then I'm not talking. He doesn't get any engagement. I'm just ignoring him. That's awful. But there are a lot of times when we're just like playing on the floor with some Legos or whatnot, and I could be on the phone, Mm. but I couldn't schedule those times. And so I wanted a way to be able to let people know both for my business of triathlon coaching and just socially when I was in the mood to talk just to like passively invite them. If it's a good time for them, know that they're welcome to call me. So that's really what it is in a nutshell, coming from both the social need of wanting to connect with people, being a stay-at-home dad, and then also needing to connect with clients on a flexible schedule. Yeah, I think that that's an incredible story of, I mean, just wanting that kind of connection with people and letting people know when you're available. You know, you and I were talking a lot about this offline and even I actively have a friend right now where I'm trying to play phone tag with and saying, hey, like, are you free today? Are you not free today? Even if we do have a time where we are free, you know, I had a long day. I'm tired. I don't want to be on the phone, you know, and it just become culturally acceptable to play phone tag or to try to like schedule in advance if you're lucky. And I went as far as like sharing, like, you know, normally for my work meetings, I'll share like a scheduling link, like I did with you to schedule a time Mm -hmm. to talk to me. I started doing that with my friends too. I was like, Hey, (laughs) like, this is my off hours, like schedule time, which no one has ever taken up by the way. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like way too professional. Apparently they still want to text me to see if I'm free or they'll call me out of the blue. But One thing I find most interesting about your app and what you're trying to accomplish, Matthew, is, you know, there's a description here that you shared with me that got me thinking, you know, if we can't directly connect with the people we want to care about, we are more likely to scroll on social media. You know, we're more likely, I mean, of course there has to be a whole study behind this, but I find for myself when I'm thinking of someone that I haven't spoken to in a while, like I'll look them up online. And, you know, I think it's very common knowledge, just the mental health effects or impacts of just scrolling on social media and how negative it can actually be. And it sounds like in a way, what you're doing with this app is to eradicate or to combat part of that, you know, combat or prevent people from rather than scrolling on social media to, you know, check the Covey app to see if someone is available and have a conversation with them, right? Absolutely. It's pretty common knowledge now with especially with the social dilemma or what's that a video? Oh documentary, the social documentary. dilemma documentary. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That with that eye-opening. coming out recently, everybody's kind of aware of of this social impact of how it's really negatively impacting people. Like it's based on addiction model. It's not based on trying to get you connected to your friends in in a healthy way. It's based on getting you stuck on the app at whatever cost necessary, which is usually aggravating some primal emotions of anger or whatever. Or jealousy or FOMO or, you know, any negative feeling, I think is any negative feeling is the addictive ones that get you on the app and have you watching more ads, which they make money off of. So 
I wanted a way where we can actually connect with people when we want to. And so, like you said, normally when you're thinking of somebody and you have a small gap of time, since you have no idea who wants to talk to you and you don't want to interrupt people and it's too much work to schedule things out, like you've got 20 minutes right now, you're going to default to scrolling social media. Mm-hmm. And with Kobe on a basic level, I want that 20 minutes to be replaced with talking to somebody one-on-one. And right now you can't do that because you don't know who wants to talk to you. So if you just call somebody, there's a good chance that you're calling at a bad time. It doesn't matter if they say, call me anytime, because when somebody tells you, call me anytime, you know that there's a high probability that that's going to be at a bad time. Mm -hmm. So even though they're trying to be welcoming and saying like, I'm available to you, they're not because you don't want to be a bother. So with Kobe, by intentionally making yourself available specifically to who you want to be available to, those people know that they are welcome to call you and they're not going to be bothering you. And that's another important part about Kobe is most apps that have some sort of available or online indicator, it's not intentional. It's just like you touched your phone recently, just because you are on Instagram doesn't mean you want me to be texting or calling you. Like it just means you touched your phone. And then even on apps where you can intentionally say I'm available, you're saying you're available to all of your contacts. Mm -hmm. And rarely is that the case. Like when I'm washing my dishes, I would love to talk to one of my best friends or one of my close family members. Like I'm just staring at a wall. I would much rather be on FaceTime. And when my son goes down for a nap, I want to be available for one of my coaching clients because that's focused time that I can dedicate to work. And I don't want to be having a casual conversation about nothing with a friend at that time. And so that's what Kobe does. It lets you mark yourself intentionally available just to who you want to be available to. Yeah. I know in the app, the term is circles, right? So in in circles, what you can do is group, let's say your friends, group your clients, group your colleagues. And I really like that. And I feel like it's funny because the only people who would message me and say like, oh, but I saw you were available on social media is more so like Generation X, like the ones who use Generation X and and millennials or or the older millennials where they were used to, let's say AIM or AOL. What does AIM stand for anyway? I totally forgot. America on. Online, America online, and then America instant, instant messenger. messenger. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I always just called it AIM, right? Yeah, but I yeah. remember AOL, IM, or AIM. Yeah, and so for the youngins, which I don't, you know, for the most part, I haven't had like a Generation Z or a young millennial like ask about this yet. But at least for most of our listeners, they are still very familiar with AIM or AIM. And you know, when that green light was on, you knew that someone was intentionally, you know, on AOL, and you were able to chat with them. And I remember those days where it's like, oh, so-and-so is online. I'm going to go ahead and message them. And we would talk for hours, you know, but now when you see that, like you mentioned, like if I see that on, let's say Facebook messenger, like my friend could just have their computer on, you know, and therefore it seems like they're on, but they're really not on. And so even for myself, I don't like everyone knowing that I'm on. So I always turn that off. I always say like, oh, just always make it look like I'm inactive because I don't want people to know that I'm that available. Right. Right. But with something like Kovi, I really like that concept of like, creating these circles.
goals to tell specific people, you know, what your availability is like. Yeah, definitely. So Matthew, there are people that are like, you know what? I'm tired of playing phone tag. I'm tired of, you know, trying to figure out what someone is free. I don't want to bother people. How do I get started with Kobe? This sounds like a great idea. How do I get started? Yeah. So first of all, we made Kobe extremely simple to use such that it can be used by all generations because I want to be using it with my parents, wondering if I can get my grandma on. She's maybe not going to be on at 80, but, (laughs) but it is, it is super simple to use by basically anybody who has a smartphone. So you can get it from the app store right now. It is for iOS only iPhones or iPads. We're working super hard to get it to Android, but we need to get more growth first before we can fund the Android development. But yeah, download it from the app store. And then it's really easy to get signed up. All you do is log in with your phone number, sends you a verification code. Super simple, like most of the apps out there now. Create a username and that's about it. Once you're in the app, you just invite a few contacts. The way it works is it syncs with your phone book. It does not automatically just like invite everybody in your phone book. It just lists like the people who are in your phone book and you can individually hit invite and then it'll bring up a prompt to send them a text message. You can edit that text message if you want and hit send and then they are invited. It's that simple. And then you can organize your contacts into the different circles and you can toggle yourself available. You can make yourself available to all your contacts or just specific circles if you want to do that. Kovi is an app where you really aren't intended to add a lot of contacts. Most apps are designated to like get as many followers and connections and whatever as you can. It's all like popularity based, mm-hmm. basically. Right. And I think that's a huge stressor. Maybe not for everybody, but for people in small business, I feel like that's a constant stressor, at least because we're trying to build an audience and it's just always nagging at you that like you have to get more views on things. You want more likes and follows and and all that. With Kovi, it's the complete opposite. Like Kovi is meant for the people who you talk to, either who you already talk to regularly or for those friends who you wish you kept in touch with better, but don't because of all the inconveniences of scheduling and phone tag and bothering people at bad times with cold calls. So I usually recommend people invite like 10 contacts, the 10 people they talk to the most and wish they kept up with better. And then maybe up to like 50 or so, but you don't need to be inviting the entire few hundred people in your phone book. Yeah. You know, there's something that is kind of like a breath of fresh air. I feel relieved in knowing that because you're right. You know, when it comes to social media or typical social media apps, it's all about the likes. It's all about the impressions, the exposure, the shares. It's really about popularity, right? It's like a popularity contest. And that is very stressful because if you put a post, I mean, I have, I have had friends that told me that if they didn't receive a certain amount of likes for their photo, they would take it down, you know? (laughs) And so it it is very sad. And I, I totally get it. That's me too. It's just that constant pressure of being judged. You've got this content that's out there. And even when you like in your mind, you're like, I just want to share this with friends because it's out there. And because it's getting those likes, you're inherently being judged on it. And like, even when you try to like push that aside and be like, I don't care. I'm not all about that. It's still there. And it's a constant effort to like, not care about it. And when we first 
came up with Kobe, I was thinking of it kind of as like a new social media based off of like actually talking to people. But I had the idea of like having a basic profile on there. And we don't really have that now because I didn't want anything left on the app all the time. So like every other app, you have this curated presence that's Mm -hmm. out there all the time to be judged. And so you always have this feeling of, I need to like maintain my presence and that weighs on me on the other platforms. So with Kovi, there's nothing there when you're not on, like, like people can add you as a contact, but there's, there's no away message too. That's like one of the things we've debated a lot is Mm. There's available status, but there's no unavailable status. And, yeah. and maybe we'll add that in on time. But the thought is when I'm here, when I'm available to you, I can say like, I'm washing the dishes. Call me if you'd like to hang out. That's my passive invitation to you to call me. But when I'm, let's say at the beach, I don't want to be able to say I'm at the beach. I'm having a great time. My life is awesome. <laughs> And I'm too busy, too special to talk to you. (laughs) (laughs) That's kind of a weird way to phrase it, but that's how it ends up coming out. Because when you're putting on this away message, you're constantly projecting your life out to others. And therefore it's an opportunity to judge yourself against others kind of. And so I don't want you to go on Kobe and be like, oh, all my friends are doing these amazing things. They're all at the beach. They're all doing these cool jobs. They're hanging out with their kids. They're doing all these great things. And I just want to talk to them, but none of them are available. I think that's none of your business. Like if you're, if if you're having a great time, great. I don't care. (laughs) I just want to know if you're available. (laughs) On Kobe, it just tells you like when somebody wants to talk to you. That's all that matters really. So yeah, it's just trying to bring back like personable connections with people who want to talk when they want to talk. Easy, customizable, and delicious. Mixology isn't just for exclusive cocktail lounges anymore, thanks to Jab Mixology, which is actually run by a military spouse, Christy Lawler, who is also a guest on our show. You can learn more about her by checking out episode 40 of Holding Down the Fort back in May 2015-2020. Wow, that was a while ago. (laughs) All right, anyway, the Jab Mixology blends are as unique to each other as our customers' individual tastes. Pick your favorite blend, pour the mix into the jar, and add your favorite spirit, and in two hours, you have an aromatic cocktail base that elevates beautifully with your favorite mixer. So their proprietary three-piece strainer lid system allows for perfect infusions and strains, and spirit leaving the sediment in the jar where it belongs. Best of all, there is no bartending experience required. One thing I really like about this, what JAB actually stands for, J-A-B, is to just add booze. (laughs) <laughs> of course, if you want to make tea as well, that is also an option. So if you are interested in making homemade cocktails or tea for yourself, visit jabmixology.com. That's J-A-B as in just add booze, mixology.com. And use promo code THEFORT, which is spelled T-H-E-F-O-R-T at checkout for a free single refill of every jab jar. Once again, when you visit jabmixology.com, Use the promo code THEFORT at checkout for a free single refill for every jab jar. 
Thank you, Christy, so much for this special promo for our listeners here at Holding Down the Fort. Yeah, again, that's just a breath of fresh air for me because I just think about even since the start of the pandemic, I mean, at first it was interesting, like all my friends and family wanted to stay in touch on a weekly basis, like Sundays or Fridays would be like our day where we would all catch up and stuff. But, you know, life gets busy and things get hard and people start to close off or they're preoccupied. And, you know, despite me wanting to reach out and letting them know that I'm here, it's difficult and it's a lot, you know, but to have something such as Kobe, which again, I really like the concept of it because I think it's healthy to a certain extent to want to be judged on social media, but we need to have a good balance of, you know, wanting that actual quality relationship with people. And so I really like just the simplicity of Kovi and it's just saying, Hey, I'm available. I like the whole idea, like why you didn't add, like you're not available because like you said, it would probably give off that, Oh, I'm too good for you. I'm having an amazing mm-hmm. life. You would be lucky if I was available. Yeah. Right. But I it's just also love conscious, but it's still there. Yeah. So I just really like that whole idea of like, Hey, I'm free right now. I can't go to sleep. Give me a call. Right. <laughs> like I definitely have had friends where they're like, Oh, you know, like I wanted to call you, but like, you know, with the time difference, cause I'm East coast and a lot of my friends are West coast. They're like, Oh, I was like, I was up at like 10, 10 PM. And I know it was like 1 AM there. So I didn't want to bother you. And I was like, I was like, man, I'm a night owl. I was up at 1 AM, you know, but to be able like, again, going back to the, the whole concept of your app to be like, well, actually I am available. You can mm-hmm. call me. I really appreciate that. And I, I also sort of like the exclusivity of like, Hey, like you're my friend. I want you to know when I'm a or client, right? You know, for, mm-hmm. for you, like whenever this, you know, blue icon is on or shows that I'm available, like that's when you can call me. Like there's that, there's sort of that, you know, exclusivity in a way and that, that kind of feeling extra special knowing that like, okay, this is the window, <laughs> you know, yeah. that you're available. I am curious to know though, like if someone does call you, does that availability notification turn off or like, yes. how does that? Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's. That's definitely a key component because once somebody calls you, then you're not available anymore. So that that needs yeah. to be in there. A good way to think of it is on the business side, you think of it like a virtual office hour. Marking yourself available on Kobe to your clients tells them that your office door is open. When one person walks in that door, it closes. And when you leave to go take a break from work or whatever, or leave for the day, it closes. So you have the opportunity to close the door and open it whenever you want. And then like the social example is you're like eating lunch at a table by yourself. Like when you're open to your friends, like talking to you, it's not just one friend that you want to talk to. It's like any one of a certain category of friends, basically Mm -hmm. any of those friends, you'd be happy to have them join you for lunch. If they only knew that you were eating lunch alone right now, you don't want to schedule that. You don't want to like make them feel pressured to join you. You just want to let them know that you're there. So it's like seats open first person who sits down, takes it. And if I finish lunch and walk away too late, catch me next time. <laughs> That's our biggest hurdle right now is when I talk to people about COVID, they get it usually, but then they invite their friends and they see, Oh, notifications when you're free. Well, just text me. <laughs> like everybody just says, just call me. If you want to talk to me, just text me. They're not being open-minded to like the possibility for better. And so I'm trying to like combat all the reasons of why just text me doesn't work. 
And first of all, just text me doesn't work. The proof for that is how many friends you have that when you see you say, hey, let's catch up sometime. And it never happens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and when you text somebody, it starts phone tag and you don't, you don't yeah. talk to them. You know, that, that um, reminds me of when, like, I would have people say like, oh, we got to catch up soon. Like, yeah. I miss you. And then like, nothing ever happens. You're, yeah. you're just like, what was that? Like, if you didn't mean it, don't say it. Anyway, that's what yeah. that reminded me of. Yeah. And I think the intentions are there. I think when people say like, let's catch up soon, I think they mean it, but it, it's not important. So like, when, when you have an important business call to make, you schedule it and it happens. But yeah. when you tell your friend, hey, schedule this call with me on Calendly, they're like, I'm not going to schedule a social call for no good reason. Like, it hasn't happened I'm, to me yet. I'm not you know? going to like schedule, hey, Jen, I'm going to be washing my dishes tonight at 8.30 p.m. Like, can we have a Calendly hangout at that yeah, time? Yeah. Like, yeah, no, yeah, it's yeah. not important enough. But... <laughs> But like, it's still really good for your mental health and your soul for talking to people. And so, yeah, that's what Kobe does. And on like the texting thing, when you text somebody, hey, let's talk, like I'm about to wash the dishes. I can text you and say, do you want to call me? But then I can only text you really. Like once I've texted you, I've told you there's an invitation open to you and I have to keep that open. So I can't immediately text another person or five people to say like any of you on a call because then they might all call me and I can't answer five (laughs) phone calls. Or the other thing is kind of like that passive invitation. So when I'm sitting at my lunch table, virtual lunch table alone, If I tell you, hey, do you, if I directly, I text you or call you, hey, will you eat lunch with me? That's a lot of pressure. It's not passive. It's very direct. It's saying like, I'm here all alone. You better sit down with me. (laughs) I need you. (laughs) I need you. So if you really, really do need your friend, like, yes, just call them. It's important. They'll call you back. You'll, you'll make it happen. But for the casual conversation, it's not a high pressure And so you don't want to start this, the waiting game of, I texted you, now I got to wait for you to reply. I'm like, now I'm like locked into waiting for your reply indefinitely. Yeah. Until like half an hour goes by. It's like, uh, is she going to respond or not? Uh, And and you don't want to call me back. Just that feeling of neglect, right? It's like, like I'll text someone and say, Hey, are you free? Like, I really need someone to talk to. And then a a day or two or three goes by (laughs) and you're just like, like, I, can I even depend on you? You know, but it's, it's also unfair to put that pressure on someone, right. To kind of very last minute, like, Hey, I need you. It's like, no, I mean, the reality is y'all like no one is here for your beck and call, you know, you got, you know, however, we can still set our loved ones up for success, like having something such as this, right. As opposed to like, yeah, there's just that pressure of like, Hey, I'm free. And then you're kind of just left in limbo. And and like you said, you have to kind of keep yourself available until you hear from them, if you hear from them. And then there's just that whole mental (laughs) game you have in your head. Like, do they love me? Like, are they, you know, like, what is it about me? Like, are they busy? And yeah, it's, it's not good. Yeah. It's just not good. <laughs> and from their standpoint, it's applying unnecessary pressure on them. So you're like, hey, you want to hang out virtually over a FaceTime call? They have to tell you yes or no, basically. Like yeah. they can't ignore you for three days, but that's not great. They probably yeah. don't want to do that. And so if they're busy or they don't feel like talking, they have to tell you that directly. They feel like they have to respond. And basically, Anytime you text somebody, they're going to reply with an excuse (laughs) and that sucks. 
I don't think it's necessary. I've seen a lot of things on social media lately saying no is a complete sentence or whatever. And that's kind of how I feel about inviting somebody to talk to me. Like if I say, hey, I'm hanging out on my front porch, I'm waving, smiling at you. Like if you want to stop by, great. If you don't, I don't care. I do a little bit, but I I don't want to know the reason. Like I understand you're busy. I understand you might not be in the mood. Like if you don't want to stop by, fine. Like go on your way. Like that's okay. Like somebody else might, but I don't want our relationship to be judged against what other things you're doing. So I text you and say, Hey Jen, you want to talk? And you say, no, I've got this meeting. I've got to do this with this other friend. I got to wash my dishes or whatever it is you're doing. (laughs) Then I'm like, well, you could talk to me while you're doing the dishes or why are you talking to that friend instead of me? Like, are they better? Like it it puts this unnecessary judgment. And so like, that's another reason why texting isn't as good because the person has to reply with an excuse of what they're doing. That's more important than talking to you, even though that's not really meant because they don't want to just say, no, I don't want to talk to you. They have to give an excuse, which is a judgment. Yeah. Even if they give an excuse at all, I think we are very much in a ghosting culture where sometimes it's just easier to say nothing. Right. And so yeah. when you do say something, you have to make it sound extravagant. You have to yeah. say like, oh, I can't make it because, oh, my mental health is really important for me right now. And I really need this time to myself, which I believe you, you, right. know, you could just say no. <laughs> you could just yeah. say, you're not, okay, thanks for reminding me that like, you are more important than me, or I'm not as a priority. But again, it's not good to give them that pressure, right? To be like, hey, like, you know, there has to be a better way. And I just have to say, like, I feel relieved that you created an app like this. And I hope to see it succeed. I want to see it succeed because I feel like it's really bringing back the, the old traditional way of just having quality relationships, having like genuine, like quality time with people and being present with people and not like not falling privy to the social media. Like, look at my life. I'm so busy. Mm -hmm. I don't have time for you. And yet, you know, depression has skyrocketed, you know, insecurities have skyrocketed loneliness, like all these things have skyrocketed, like something about social media, as we know, if you've watched the social dilemma, it's almost as if social media has made us more antisocial in a sense. Yeah. And so it's great to know that it's possible to create new technology. In this case, you're really being bold to say, hey, like we can step aside from all of that. We can step aside from just this picturesque kind of persona that you're putting online. And when I'm available, just give me a call. Or, you know, when I'm available and you're available, just give me a call and let's just be human beings. Let's just talk to each other as human beings. And I like that. That's like... I don't know. It's again, I I keep saying it's a breath of fresh air because it is like, it's like, I personally have been very hungry for connection, you know, offline, like especially those late nights when I wish I could talk to someone, but I don't want to bother people as you mentioned. And Mm -hmm. so to know that something like this exists, I really want to follow your, your journey, Matthew, and see what we can do as a community to, you know, bring more awareness to this. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, it's such a simple app and how it works, but I think when I had the idea for it, I was just amazed that it didn't exist already because basically our phones allow us to call or message anybody we want, anytime we want, but no app right now really lets you know who wants 
to receive a call or who wants to be contacted. And that's like appalling that there's, yeah. we're in this like permission culture of like making sure you're respecting people's boundaries, but <laughs> there's no way for people to say like, my door is open. I'm welcoming a call from you. And so now rather than it all being one way of only the person like reaching out, now you can like have somebody invite one of their friends to reach out to them. So it's taking the pressure that used to be only on one party and now letting people meet in the middle. Fantastic, Matthew. Well, let's talk about some action steps. How can we help you? How can we help you? How can we, you know, continue to grow this, you know, shout out to Christina with the, it's a military life. I guess that's how you heard of me (laughs) and us doing a Facebook live and shout out to her. I know that you're currently working with the veterans pen pal project to make this possible, but yeah, let, let us know, like, how can we help you and, and what's currently happening right now to make this Kobe app possible? Yeah, lots of things are happening right now. We are partnering with different groups and programs trying to allow COVID to facilitate different programs, such as Veteran Pen Pal Project, where veterans and the Pen Pal volunteers wanted an option to not only write letters, but to also be able to video call or do regular audio calls with each other. So Kobe is making that possible. But as far as other people getting involved, the best thing you can do is download the app and use it. I need I need advocates for it, people trying it and then giving testimonies for it. So try it out, invite your friends and really take a stance against our biggest hurdle right now of why don't you just text me? <laughs> I don't have a one sentence reply for that. And so it really takes a community understanding the app to fight that problem with me because there are 20 reasons of why just text me or just call me when you need me or call me anytime, those don't work and people don't realize it. And until I figure out how to condense the message shorter, I really need a community of people using the app and advocating for it so that we can reach that threshold of broader understanding and use. For people on Android, I don't want you to feel left out. It was not intentional (laughs) of, I like iPhone people and I don't like Android people. It wasn't any of that at all. It's really, really expensive to build apps. And it's taken pretty much all of our savings, which is uh, insanely stressful right now. But yeah, I, I just couldn't build both apps at the same time. And so we need to get some traction on the iPhone version before we can fund the Android version. But you can be involved by following us on social media. We're on Instagram and I have a TikTok and Facebook. All of those are at Kovi app. It's K-O-V-I-I. And you can find us at Kovi.com and join our newsletter There you can get all the updates as we do work on coming to Android. And just when you hear people, whether you're on an iPhone or an Android, when you hear people complaining about phone tag or (laughs) not being able to connect with people when you want to or frustrations about social media, mention Kovi. I created this app because I needed it. As an isolated and lonely military spouse staying at home with nobody to talk to, yet lots of time just at random different times throughout the day. And as a business owner, like I knew the need for it and uh, it doesn't do much good unless we get it out to people. So yeah, I think we can do great things as far as decreasing rates of loneliness, depression, and even suicide, which we talk about awareness all the time, yet what are we actually doing about it? We, we just say, oh, like 
support each other, reach out to your <laughs> uh, strong friends. Like, like yeah. we say all these nice things, but they're not actionable. Yeah. Because well, yeah, <laughs> all the reasons we've already said, right. we need a better way to support each other and better friendships and Kobe can do that. Yeah. You know, going back to what you said, as we wrap up here and when people say like, you know, just text me, I almost, it just reminds me of when I said earlier, like, oh, we should hang out sometime. You know, like you said, it seems like on the surface, like you care and you're willing and, you know, the intention is there, but it's almost an excuse. It's almost a way to delay you know, an actual conversation with someone, I think. And so rather than list all of the reasons why it's hard to connect with people, which, you know, it's very easy for all of us to do, let's talk about what is possible instead. And so again, you know, Matthew, I just want to applaud you for like filling in that need that you needed first and foremost, and seeing that, you know, this is very much needed in our culture today. <laughs> so let's mm-hmm. bring back AIM <laughs> for, you know, in this generation, but in a different way, like, we all are always next to our phones. Like I'm literally looking at my phone here in the corner of my eye, you know, <laughs> it's not like we are not away from our phone. And yet it's so interesting because we're also like always at home. And so mm-hmm. you think we would be more accessible, but now people are like, Oh, but I got zoom calls left and right. And yeah. again, excuses, excuses, excuses. Like I hate to yeah. say it. I will even say it myself because I have used all the excuses as well, okay. but I'm here to say, despite all that, I am lonely. You know, I am lonely. I have those times where I want to talk with people. And I think this is an exciting solution, you know, to be able to bring forth, like not just to our military community, but I imagine that this will, you know, spill out in other communities as well, you know, as it starts to grow. So Matthew, just overall kudos to you. And I'm just excited to be part of your journey. And, you know, again, thank you. Thank you for being a part of the change to eradicate loneliness and and other mental health issues. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I I really appreciate the time and for you having me and also the listeners. It has been a struggle getting people to understand and try that. So, so yeah, I appreciate the opportunity to share it. Awesome. Fantastic. And I feel like I should just ask this one last question because I am curious to know, how did you come up with the name of Kobe? The short answer is it was a name that sounded friendly and people liked it. And of the people I was texting to be like, how about this name? How about this one? How about this one? (laughs) It finally got like across the board approval. There you go. It was easy to brand because it doesn't really mean anything. I was able to get the domain name and trademark and stuff. But the longer answer is I first needed to get a company name. Mm-hmm. Initially, the app was going under the temporary name of Available, oh. which is a mouthful, hard to brand, hard to get the domain name, could easily be confused as a dating app. <laughs> so that was just like my initial temporary name that I didn't know if I'd stick with or not. Um, but I needed a business name before I had to actually choose an app name. And for the business name, I wanted something that... Um, was tied to the time of how it came about. And I wanted it to be flexible enough to take on new things um, just in case the company does grow and whatever, (laughs) pivot into new areas. And wanted to be able to get the domain names and social handles and stuff like that. So I came up with Covino Inc. So Covino Inc., is basically COVID innovation with the tagline wow. of innovation from adversity. Um, so that's kind of where the business is rooted. It's like 
we have this problem, we'll say the social dilemma is the problem, the, the pandemic, the inability to connect, that's the adversity. And then from that comes the innovation. So that's an adaptable business where like any need is solved by innovation from adversity, really. But I didn't want it to be like covid rooted into it too much so we swapped the c for a k and made it shorter but it's it's covenil and then we had all sorts of different app name ideas trying to bring in some of the the meaning of the app kind of like i was thinking like open door invite or something like that and shortened it to odi and i'm like written out it looks super friendly sounds like a friendly name odi yeah and then, and then it didn't take long before I was like, oh, let's OD tonight. Oh gosh. <laughs> and yeah, it's like, yeah. oh, like, that one's out. And no, then probably not. <laughs> I think my favorite contender, which I found hilarious and everybody else was just like, no, Matt, <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking like Kobe is where you talk to your people. It's not the app where you go and scroll and look at people. No, it's like where you go, when you want to talk to people who want to talk to you. So I'm like, okay, let's make that an acronym. W-Y-T-T-Y-P. It's like, well, that's a mouthful. How do you pronounce that? <laughs> and I was like, oh, it's what up. <laughs> there you go. It's kind of like what's up, but yeah, pronounced yeah, what up. What up. They're and like, then no, I was man. like, no, it's it's not what up. It's a uh, Y type. Y type when you can call instead. <laughs> there you go. But anyway, we use that as a hashtag now, but it's not our name. And again, Kobe just got landed on because you can think of it as like the first child of Kono Inc. Um, doesn't yeah. really mean anything on its own. But yeah, that's way too long to be interesting in a podcast probably. No, but. I found all of that interesting. <laughs> I, I just said, you know, with I do host another podcast show where I talk to entrepreneurs all the time. And whenever I see an interesting name, I have to ask, I was like, what is it? And there's actually this company, I won't mention the name, but very interesting name. And I asked why, and same reason they're like, well, it wasn't associated with anything and yeah. you get the domain. And sometimes that's all you need. But honestly, I do like the name Covey. I've never heard of it before. I think it's so clever that it almost sounds like COVID, but I do think that's a very interesting backstory. And, you know, it is reflective of the times of like a time mm-hmm. where, you know, we're so isolated right now. And you're here saying, nope, like technology will help us stay connected mm-hmm. despite all the craziness of these, you know, COVID pandemic times. But yeah, I mean, Matthew, other than that, I have thoroughly enjoyed our conversation today. I know this is not going to be the last, and I hope that um, our listeners really resonate with this conversation and reach out to you and download the app, most importantly. So I just want to thank you again so much for your time and for joining us here on Holding Down the Fort. Thank you again for having me. Yeah, absolutely. And to our listeners, we hope that today's episode gave you one more piece of knowledge, resource, or relevant story so you can continue to make confident and informed decisions for you and your family. We look forward to speaking with you in the next episode. Until then, tune in next time.